0: But as you find Genesis 18, let me read uh, the first 12 verses. Genesis 18, verse 1. The Lord appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre, while he was sitting at the entrance to his tent in the heat of the day. Abraham looked up and saw three men standing nearby. When he saw them, he hurried from the entrance of his tent to meet them and bowed low to the ground. He said, if I found favor in your eyes, my Lord, do not pass your servant by, let a little water be brought, and then you may all wash your feet and rest under this tree. Let me get you something to eat so you can be refreshed and then go on your way now that you've come to your servant. Very well, they answered, do as you say. So Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah. Quick, he said, get three sears of the finest flour and knead it and bake some bread. Then he ran to the herd and selected the choice tender calf and gave it to a servant who hurried to prepare it. He then brought some curds and milk and the calf that had been prepared and set these before them. While they ate, he stood near them under a tree. Where is your wife Sarah, they asked him. They're in the tent, he said. Then one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time next year and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent and was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already very old, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, After I am worn out and my Lord is old, will I now have this pleasure? So we're going to keep a finger in Genesis 18. Then if you turn over to Hebrews, other end of the Bible, Hebrews chapter 13 just the first 3 verses. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 1. Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by so doing some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Continue to remember those in prison as if you were together with them in prison, and those who are ill-treated as if you yourselves. Suffering. A few years
1: ago, I was in Atlanta for, for a few weeks, and I had a, uh, the privilege of being um, with uh, visiting uh, African-American Baptist churches. And I was really amazed that the congregation doesn't allow the pastors to preach on their own. They actually preach with them. And you hear them saying, "You know, "Come on," in the middle of the, the sermon. they say, All right, all right, all right. I hear you, I hear you. And uh, when um, the pastor says something about uh, sin, they say, they shout, Lord, have mercy. And when the pastor is struggling, they say, Lord, help him, help him, Lord, help him. And I know you are that kind of congregation, and I'm not used to this, so please take it easy on me. Um, um, as I, I was uh, mentioning to you we are we are living in a multicultural city, and we meet people in in London from different ethnicities different backgrounds different um you know works of life uh and it's really uh, it's a very very dynamic uh, city and although um it is um uh, it's a secular um city uh, It is not a secular city as it was anticipated. There is a resistance uh, to the gospel. And people put all religions in one box. Uh, They don't differentiate uh, about religions and they just put it in a box. You know, there are informations to know about different religions. I mean, lots of informations to know. But um, there is a tendency to look at every religion as one. and. so the question for us, uh, in my opinion, is how can we be effective in our mission and discipleship in the kind of society that we, we, are living in, we are living in? I know it's a very superficial description of the city. And the city is more complex than I just, what I just said, but I think there is uh, it highlights the challenge we are we are facing. So my conviction is that I don't think we can be able to uh, we can be effective in communicating uh, a a disembodied message, a message without a body of community that uh, embodies the message and live out the the Christian truths and and at times sacrificially. you know, I believe this is the context where society could uh, not only hear the message of Christianity, but also encounter Christianity for us to make a, a difference. This is where I believe hospitality, the topic that I'm uh, ex- you know, discussing with you, would be a very, very good posture to um, to, uh, to 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 to, um, to live with. The society encounters the body of Christ in the you know in the gospel message in a, in a. In a uh, um, uh, a situation of um, hospitality. In the city like London, where there are millions of people, you think that people, it's very difficult to be lonely because there are people in the city. But you increasingly discover that loneliness is uh, uh, paramount in, in, uh, in our society. People are finding it difficult to find someone who listens to them, who are interested in them. Everyone um, who wants to get their attention is wants to sell something to them. It is not because they are interested in, in them, but it is because they have something to give, to, 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 uh, for them to, to buy it from them. And the church could, could be seen as one of many organizations or institutions or, uh, you know... Um, Uh, businesses uh, that is trying to get people's attention to sell something. Not because they are interested in the people, not because they care about people, but they just want to sell something to them. But people are looking for someone who cares enough to get to know them. Not someone to do something for them, but for someone to be with them. You know, it's easy to see uh, human beings as an object to be read rather than as a subject to be encountered. You know, you can just see someone and uh, read about them and assume and conclude what kind of person uh, he is or she is. But until that person allows you and until you take time to know them, not 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 only that you don't you won't be able to know about them but but also you don't know what god is doing in their life you don't know the, you, you won't find the gospel opportunity which aspect of the gospel could be a way into their heart to, to expound the gospel so so um, listening uh, and and really seeing people as an as a, uh, not as an object to be read from a distance, but as a, a subject with different experiences and stories to be encountered, to is a very, very um, uh, important approach. So you, you see, individuals are unique, uniquely gifted, and has a unique story and experience. I remember a while ago, I was visiting a friend of mine who lives in a, a tower block, and it was on the seventh floor. So I had to take a lift to go uh, to, to, to to his floor and. Um, I was running towards the lift, there were two people uh, already in, so I came in and there was an elderly, uh, elderly man uh, following me. So I went in and I waited for him to come in and he came in. So once uh, we all are, uh, were in the lift, the a- automated um, you know, uh, uh, voice started to say the door is about to close, the lift is going up, first floor, door opening, the door is closing, second floor, and this elderly man took a a deep sigh and he said, these days, everything and everyone talks, but nobody listens. And how true it is. So hospitality facilitates this opportunity. It's our availability to encounter others that gives us an opportunity to preach the gospel, uh, to share the gospel to them, and also discover ourselves and grow and mature in our Christian life. So as we uh, heard from Hebrew chapter 13, like any other Christian practice, actions, or command, theology precedes the command of do not neglect hospitality because the source, the ability to fulfill the command of God is God himself. It is his grace, his power, not our own strength and uh, resource or ability. And um, after, you know, after... um, 12th chapter of expounding to the Hebrew um, readers the supremacy of their Savior, the supremacy of their, Christian, uh, their, their, their salvation, the supremacy of uh, the blessing and the, you know, what God has provided for them. And after displaying those people who lived out their Christian life as an example for them, he I started commanding them, telling them how, um, how important it is for them to, um, to, to do, not to neglect, uh, hospitality. So their situation is also not ideal. They were under persecution, there was, they were having a very, very difficult time in their life. If it was actually, the, it, it, is a, uh, it, it was not a favorable time for, for, him, for the writer to command them to, uh, to do hospitality. But the Hebrew writer is saying to them even when your circumstance is difficult, uh, do not neglect hospitality because hospitality benefits both the host as well as the stranger. Some entertain, he says, some entertain angels and experiences the visit of God. Because God is actively involved in hospitality, in the activity of hospitality, God is actively involved. Because He's involved, you shouldn't neglect hospitality even when it is a difficult time. Um, You know, when you are in this kind of of difficult situation, the temptation is to focus on ourselves. Calvin uh, reminds us that nothing evaporates more easily than love when everybody looks after himself or herself more than others. But God is active in uh, the, in, in the activity of hospitality. But what is hospitality? You know, why should it matter if it is neglected? Hospitality is not the art of giving. It is not an act of giving, it is an art of receiving. It is not giving at all, it is receiving. There's a, a difference between giving and receiving. In, you know, in, in, in Britain, uh, we have a culture of uh, giving. It's a very, very generous country. I don't know whether there are... There, 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 I don't know any, any country with this amount of charities uh, uh, you know, within them. It's a very generous country. You, you go to different uh, places where there is a crisis, where there is an um, um, environmental crisis or war, you, you find uh, doctors and nurses, and all sorts of uh, charity workers in those, from Britain in those situations. It's a very, very generous country. There is, there is a Giving is a culture in, in Britain. My own life is a testimony for that. I experienced the, the generosity of the British people. I came from, Britain, from Ethiopia uh, when Ethiopia was in uh, a civil war with Eritrea. With $250 in my pocket, expecting to meet no one at Heathrow, I was received given a place to live, a money to live by, opportunity to work, to study, and to be a contributor in the society uh, today. So I, I'm not ashamed to say that I am what I am today, by the generosity of the British people, as well as by the grace of God. So there is a, a culture of giving, you know. But as, as we ref- reflect on biblical teaching of hospitality, however, we discover that hospitality is not the art of giving, but it's the art of receiving. Give, giving, giving doesn't communicate or convey the biblical understanding of hospitality. You see, in, in, in giving, what is required is your resource and your willingness uh, to give. And, and giving could be an objective activity without uh, you know, exercise in a, at, a, at a distance, in arm's length. You don't have to be involved personally. You give what you have. If you are willing to give, you give uh, that. It is one way. It is one way. Giving is one way. You give, not expecting anything. Even not, not even you, are, uh, you might not even be willing to receive anything from that person. You just give. It could imply a position of power. You know, it perceives receiving as weakness. You know, you are. It's like you are giving, and 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 especially if you if you are if you have if you have been in a position of giving for a very long time, you tend to think that receiving as a receiving is as a weakness. Because receiving uh, demands a and, 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 uh, 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 humility. It could involve sympathy, which could also reinforce our power position and undermine others. It might not require subjective interaction. You don't you don't share your story. You don't. You're not open or available to hear other people's story. There is no personal interaction. It can be done from. A distance. It could be based on assumption of what the stranger's needs are. Sometimes we assume people's need from a distance. We don't know. We don't. We are not close enough. We are not interested enough to know what the, the, the need is. We assume and then we provide that for them. It doesn't end in friendship or purposeful fin- uh, partnership. You know, you give something and you go. There isn't any uh, uh, middle ground combination. You know, friendship developed from that uh, giving. There's an overlap so, so between giving and receiving in hospitality, of course, but hospitality, in hospitality, giving occurs in the process of uh, receiving. You see, in, 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 in hospitality, receiving is giving. Hospitality starts by receiving the person into our life, our homes, our communities. It starts by being interested in the person. Not, not, not trying to address their need. You are interested first. You see the person first, not, not the needs. You see the person, not the weaknesses. You see the person, not the lacks, you see the person, the person who is created in the image of God. That is what you're inter- you are interested in. So it is by welcoming that person, by having that attitude of welcoming, that you will you be able to you start. So not focusing on their needs at all. Hospitality is given with open heart to receive the person on whatever gifts he has. Because receiving the gift of the stranger is... as as an act of communication. When you are willing to receive, you are actually affirming that that person is valuable, as much as valuable. They might not have what you have, they might not have the same amount of things that you have, but they have something to give. So when you are receiving, in the position of receiving, you are actually communicating something. You are are saying you are worthy. You are are as valuable as I am. What you have is as worthy as what I have. So that, that communicates the, the, the grace that communicates acceptance, that, communi- that brings, that, that affirms, uh, that it has affirmation. That makes personal encounter possible since it involves vulnerability. You are vulnerable to receive as much as you are giving to uh, the, the person. So personal encounters happen. There is sharing of stories. You're not just there to meet needs you are there you have time you're sacrificing your time to listen to them and there is stories and you discover the other person's story that their, their journey in life the gifting the experiences that changes you the way you, your perspective changes because of that encounter you might be assuming from a distance before, and you discover, wow, uh, how I was wrong. This is, this is how, how this person is. You know, you learn from their experience, their journey. You, you know, God might actually speak to you through that, through their the journey. So, so sharing of stories, and it impacts both the host as well as the guest. You know, the receiving accepts the fact that I have something to offer. The other person I've also something to offer. To offer. So hospitality recognizes divine activity in human interaction. God is active in hospitality. God is active when we share stories, when we are interested in the other person, and when we are, we are available for the other person, when we are willing to receive from the other person. God is actively involved in that uh, uh, interaction. You know, this was what... Uh, uh, the Hebrew writer was saying some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing. Without knowing, they, are, they, are recei- they, are, they were receiving individuals, human beings, but they were actually receiving angels. And he was referring to Abraham and other, uh, other people in the Old Testament. So I think we have some principles, we can learn some principles from the story of Abraham about hospitality and how that actually helped us to um, communicate the gospel of Jesus Christ in the city like today, where people are, where we meet strangers and people from different walks of life. So in, in, in um, the story of Abraham, you know, the first thing that we, 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 we see is that Abraham was totally, totally unaware that those people were a divine beings. They were, he was totally unaware. He was not aware of the divine presence. He was welcoming three strangers. But for him, like, you know, when you see the, the, the description of how he, he did the welcoming, it seems like, you know, welcoming uh, human beings who are created in the image of God was as if he was welcoming God himself. You know, there is a reverence in the, in the, in the presence of the other human beings. That is, that is what, 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 what we are lacking at, at the moment. And we are lacking, I think, like the... the, the, the Our neighbor, our the the, the human beings around us. That is where it starts by having that reverence. There is he's created, she's created in the image of God. That reverence, you know, brings something, brings the presence of God in that situation. When you recognize the 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 presence of the the presence, the image of God in that person. Now the context, uh, as we see it, is in the middle of uh, it's in the Middle East. It was. you know, uh, uh, a very, very—it's um, a sun, a very, very hot uh, uh, time. It, I think it, it, it could be between midday to three o'clock. It's a very, very—you know—the sun is just on, on your head. It's a very, very difficult time to walk from one place to another. If you are coming from Af- you come from Africa or Middle East, you know uh, what I'm talking about. It's very, very hard. So at that time, you, 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 you want drinks, you want rest, you want. Um, you know, sometimes if you are traveling for a long time, obviously you, you you want to eat something. Now, so Abraham was sitting by by the tent, and he saw three people from a distance, and they were uh, sheltering under a tree. And he saw them, and he he saw them, and, and we see that five. That he did five five things. We we five principles from them. He left his tent, you know. He, he was in a very comfortable situation, you know, under his tent and, you know, uh, avoiding the sun. He was relaxing in a very relaxed um, Saturday afternoon, let's say. Uh, you know, there are so many um, soap operas on TV uh, he was watching. And a comfortable situation, but he left his tent. He took the first step. He was the one who took the first step. They were in, in the need. They were in need. You see that they were in need of... Um, uh, food and water and 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 comfort, because you see them how uh, you know he provided f- food for them, they ate the food they they you know they, he provided a drink for them he, they drank the, the water or what he gave them and he, the, he they needed their, their, their feet needed to be washed and he did for for their body to be to be uh, um, you know uh, uh, cold from from that uh, hot weather now. They were in the need, but they didn't come to him. He left the tent. He took the first step. You know, he didn't wait until they asked him for help. He left his comfort zone to be where they were. The initiative came from Abraham. He took the initiative. He saw them, and he took that initiative. And no, he wasn't just only kind of, he saw them and they re- reluctantly go there. The second thing we see is he runs forward. He, he, you know, he, uh, he hurries towards them. He was running towards them. There was some passion, not reluctance, in the way he was, uh, it was he saw it as an opportunity, you know, to serve other people. He, you know, he, he saw it as an opportunity. So he ran forward. He was doing it wholeheartedly. That itself communicates his joy of meeting new people. He, he saw them and then you just run. And people are not a, 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 a trait to him, but they were a blessing uh, to him. You know, um, I don't know what you think uh, if, if three strangers, you see three strangers on your street. You know, like uh, sitting down and talking and you have never seen them and you just wonder what's going on here. And, and all sorts of questions Come to, you, to your mind. And some people might even call a police, uh, let alone uh, go there and, and try to you know, entertain them. Uh, but uh, he, he, he runs towards them. And, um, uh, and the, the third thing we see is that he prostrates himself before them. He presented hospitality as a great honor and blessing to the host, as much as to the guest. He went there and they were in the need. He could have just said something to them but the, the, you see the joy and, and honor and the respect that he has for he, human beings. He prostrated for, uh, before them and he, he, he begged them although they were the ones who needed help. He didn't make them feel needy or embarrassed. He acted as if he's in the presence of the divine. For him receiving human beings is giving honor to the image um, they are uh, bearing, he prostrated him. So he he honored them. He he had, he had that, you know the, the that posture of respect. He, he they were in the need, but 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 they didn't. He didn't expect. He didn't wait for them to tell him their needs, and 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 you you see them. How 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 um, uh, he approached them in a very uh, reverent way, and 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 then you know uh, the fourth thing we see is he was serving them. He took the form of a servant. Humility was the mark of Abraham's hospitality. So he was serving. He he was asking them, what, what you know, food. Let me let me bring this for you. Let me do this for you. And and obviously he provided that uh, the best thing uh, uh, for them and. Um, and there was conversation. They were sitting down, and he had the time, the time. Time is very, very crucial, uh, very expensive, especially in the West uh, for us, but, but that spending time with someone speaks a great, you know, how much you actually appreciate that person, how much people appreciate that. People want not somebody to do something for them, but to be with them, and to to, to be uh, uh, interested enough to find out. So there was conversation, sharing of stories, you know, maybe they were, they were telling him, I don't know what they were talking about, you know, like those div- divine, you know, three angels, uh, uh, and you're you not aware that they are angels, and you're Providing for them, they're eating with them, with him, and, and just t- telling stories. Maybe they were asking him different questions, and he was telling them about the area and you know uh, his experiences. They might tell him about his their journey, what they have seen, and also you know that the, uh, uh, there was a, uh, they were heading towards Sodom and Gomorrah, and there was a, a sadness and heavy, heavy, heavy. You know, God was uh, you know uh, burdened by what was going on there. So there was that maybe there was painful, you know, kind of sad sad stories have been shared. So there was a story uh, uh, um, uh, was um, uh, shared. What happened as a result of this hospitality was that the divine activity was manifested. Now, he was unaware, as I said to you, of of the divine presence. And as he was doing that, as they were sharing stories, then, then God started to minister to his need. He's, he, he didn't have a, a, a child, and they started, the prophetic started to, to happen, and, and God started to uh, speak to his situation. We, you know, they spoke into his situation. You know, that, that unexpected happened. We make the habit of hospitality when we remember how much Jesus is present in practice. Our response are shaped by the knowledge that Christ comes to us in the strangest guise. While we see Christ in strangers and guests, hospitality also allows us to act like Jesus to those guests. When we recognize that those people out there, those people that, that uh, you know, that when we see the image of God in, in them and, and, and any, anybody that comes on our way, uh, uh, if we see serving them is serving Christ. Then, then, uh, if we approach them as much as we approach, as much we are, receive, as, 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 as we are receiving Christ, then, then, then uh, we the, then start, we started to experience the presence of Christ in that, and God, God speaks and and um, uh, uh, speaks and ministers to us. Friendship developed. Heart-to-heart to heart, heart to heart talk was happened, and, and God started to share with him. You know, he was saying to, the, to him, look, this is happening in Sodom and Gomorrah, that's what is happening in my, you know, that is what I have in my heart, I can't hide it from you. There, there was bonding, friendship was happened, and and partnership was, and, and Abraham was, in, uh, had the opportunity to intercede when he discovered what was going on, he, he, he was interceding, and there was, partnership was happened, friendship was uh, uh, created, and, um, so the, the, that conversation, uh, 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 that conversation, uh, conversation ha- happened, and you know, uh, conversion. Uh, there is that uh, Damascus Road kind of conversion when we share with the gospel with people that people, uh, it, it's instantly God speaks and, and reveals Himself uh, uh, to them. But also, there is also Emmaus uh, way of conversion that you go along the. Alongside the people, and you expound, and you, God gives you opportunity when you give yourself to that. And as you, as Jesus walked with those disciples and, and and ate with them, that is where the revelation was happened. And and that kind of there is that kind of uh, revelation. God manifests Himself to to, to to them and speaks to to them, and conversion uh, happens. So, how can we nurture hospitality? Recognize, I think, recognizing and remembering that once we all were strangers to God. He saw us and ran towards us, embraced us, accepted us, and invited us to be part of his family. We know that we belong to his family. We know that we are part of his family. Jesus presents himself as as our brother, you know, so we, we have that. Community. This is the kind of hospitality we need to give to others until they genuinely feel that this is their family. You know, making ourselves available for others and uh, uh, with acting with you know um, uh, uh, trust with trusting uh, God and eating together. I think uh, you know uh, in 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 um, in, uh, in uh, the Western culture. Uh, it, you know, we don't experience as much as we we we, we, um, um, uh, we would like to eating together is not a kind of a communal uh, event, but. Um, as a sister was uh, sharing with us in Nigeria, that, that, that communal, communality, like every food, everything that you, you know, when you eat, you eat together and there's a communal uh, um, a, a interaction and, and that is where hospitality happens. You know, you, you, when you eat with other people, you are actually communing with that, with that person. You are making, uh, you are, you are uh, uh, expressing that you accepted that, that uh, uh, person. It's seen as a place of communion where opportunity. Is created to enter into the story of the other and get to know them and vice versa. So as a result, friendship will be made and strengthened. Love and hope are communicated. And it is around the table that we practice being with others rather than doing for others. It is, it is a time when hospitality looks least like social services. In social services, social services provide and meet people's needs. But, but, but people, as I, say, I was, I, I, as I repeatedly said, people want to, to, for someone to be with, with them rather than doing for them. So, so hospitality becomes, a, it's, it's a different uh, a situation where God is active. In the early church account, we observed that kitchen came first before pulpit. It was actually as they were eating together, as they were sharing together, that, that God was adding people into the community. The, 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 the life of the community was obvious to the people around. The love they were sharing, the, 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 the care they were sharing, that not only just for within themselves, but for others. That is how... God was adding more people. That's how people were witnessing what it means to be the follower of Jesus Christ. uh, There is uh, is a kind of uh, um, picture that hospitality gives to others. As this story of hospitality, as we uh, uh, embrace strangers, that story will will go out and be attractive to other strangers to come to our um, midst. So Jesus is reclaiming the world through communion. So telling stories, and we nurture hospitality as we share stories about it, sharing stories of hospitality from the Bible, like that of the stories of guests who turned out to be angels, and stories of Jesus' life, how he welcomed people indiscriminately, how he fed thousands, how he made breakfast for his friends, Uh, creating a space where stories are shared, facilitates for genuine encounters, which clears preconceived ideas about the strangers uh, opening up the community for habitual uh, hospitality. And a space to receive the gift of uh, the stranger is also, we need to create a strong sense of community. There must be a shared experience. That, sh- that creates a shared experience with uh, the, the stranger. We, have a sh- we will have a shared experience with the stranger. And I believe that a posture of hospitality will help us to um, uh, embody and, 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 and create that, that uh, um, a platform where people not only hear the message of the gospel but encounter the gospel, the people whose lives have been transformed uh, by the gospel. Shall we all stand and pray um, for God? Father, your word tells us that we were strangers. We were were not part of you people, but you come to us. You you run towards us. You embraced us. You invited us to your family, and we are part of your family. You are our father. We are your children. We are the family of the living God. We thank you for this grace. We thank you for this love. We thank you for the experience of hospitality and how you embraced us, how you accepted us as we are. And We thank you for the grace that, we have that, that made us to feel uh, that we belong in your family without a shadow of a doubt. We thank you, Father, for this grace. And Father, that as you trusted us to live in this city, in this amazing, magnificent city where you brought people from all over the world, we pray, Father, that we may walk and and make ourselves available. And Father, approach people uh, recognizing that, that they are humans and created in the image of God, looking um, Uh, uh, on their faces, your image, Father God, that we may uh, have a reverence to every individual, and Father, that from that place of, we may share the gospel from that place of reverence to others. Lord, we pray that, Father, that uh, not only giving from a distance, but Father God, that we may learn to receive, and by receiving, we may affirm The the humanity of the other, Lord Jesus. And in that interaction, Father, that you promised that uh, you are actively engaged, ministering even to our needs. So we pray, Lord, that you may may help us to use this to uh, share the gospel of Jesus Christ the people around us. We thank you for what you are doing in this church. I just ask for your blessing. Father, thank you so much for uh, the grace uh, and that you bestowed upon this church. And, and Father, for what you, have, you are doing uh, through them. And we uh, give you all the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.